Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, if you can go to Ephesians 3, and we're going to read verse 20 through 21. We are going to conclude on the government of love. How many are blessed to be in the house of God? He's so worthy. He's so worthy. How many know you're moving forward? How many know you're moving forward? You're going to go forward in Jesus' name. Just turn me up just a, a midget. This morning, we're going to subtitle this, He is able. How many know Jesus is able? Come on, how many know he's able? The government of love, and we're going to learn his ability, his ableness in your life. His ability, his ableness in your life. Amen. Ephesians 3, 20 through 21, and it reads, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. My subject matter is just he's able. Is able. He's is able. Somebody say is, is. able. We're going to learn the is of God and the able of God. According to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Jesus Christ to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Do as you will in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to stop right there. We don't need much more this morning to read there we're going to the, the, the subject matter is learning God's ability he is able how many know he's able and we're going to understand how able he is in every aspect of who we are why do we need him to be able and 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 where does that fit in our life I want you to understand is the greatest battle of humanity is the will of man it's the what? It's the will of man. The adversary is after your will, and God is after your will. And whoever gets the will also gets the package of the skill. It gets the inheritance. So I want you to know the adversary and God is after your will. That's why the, 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 Jesus will say, uh, not my will, but your will. And, and we have to understand that in accordance to the will, wherever your will is, you're going to get the way. You can, you, you, we can see where your will is based on your way. We know where your will is based on your what? Based on the way that you go would determine what will you work out. That's why Jesus said, I am the way, I am the, and I am the life. So you have to understand I should, depending on the way I take, should expose God's will. Because if I'm in his will, I should know the way. Can you say amen? Now, I want you to understand this morning, I'm going to deal with something because I, 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 I know we love Jesus. And, and, and the issue is not that we don't love Jesus. The issue, for those who do, and some of you don't, we, I, we're going to pray that you get to know him this morning. Amen. How many know Jesus is good? I mean, no, Jesus is real. Hallelujah. Oh, look at that church folk. They know that one. You, you, you have to understand that Jesus is the greatest uh, uh, God. Jesus, he's the greatest thing that ever, 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 you, you can ever take serious. 
And God's desire was for you to learn to focus on him. Let him be the priority. Make him the what? Make him the what? He always wanted you to make him the priority, but not by force, not even by religion. He wanted, him to, he wanted himself to be the priority in accordance to your will. So God's will, God's will, the way that he gets you to his will is good. Somebody say it's good. How many know God is good? In fact, God don't even rebuke who's not his children yet. I'm going to say that one more time. The Bible says the goodness of God that what? Come on, church folk. It's the goodness of God that what? Leads men to repentance. It's the what? It wasn't the rebuke of God. It wasn't God trying to beat you up. It was the goodness of God that leads men to what? Repentance. So I want you to understand any time that God wants to get your attention, he knows he has to show how good he is to you. Come on, somebody say amen. He wants to show how good he is to you. And sometimes through the things that happen in our life, it seems like that his, it, it, it seems like that he's against us, not for us. But I've come to tell you, God is not the one that's doing that. It's the goodness of God that leads him to what? Repentance. You have to understand that the adversary wants your attention. Somebody say attention. The world wants your attention. And most of the things and the reasons why we're failing today has nothing to do about what you think God is not giving you versus where your attention is. Somebody say, pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. You got to pay attention. How many know it's hard to pay attention in today's society? Even sometimes I catch myself and scroll. How many of y'all got that scroll thing going on? How many of y'all know dopamine hits? Dopamine hit. And then you sit it down and then you got to go back. Why? How many of y'all ever say, I'm just going to be on five minutes and you was on that 15? How many went from 15 to an hour? How many went from an hour to two hours? And then you went from two to five. Focus. Somebody say focus. Focus is dependent upon where your attention lies. And God is saying, I, if I'm going to get my people to my inheritance, I need them to focus. I need my spirit to be able to permeate them and, and percolate them in every aspect of their life. Which means I need to get into the doorways of the rooms of their soul. How many know there's many doors to your soul? Your soul is vast. There are many doors to your soul. You can love Jesus in this room, but don't know him in this one. Uh oh. You can be strong in this area and don't know him in this one. That's just why the church is confused. We don't know who's mature. We don't know who's unmature. Because everybody thinks because we can quote scripture, that means that you need a title. Okay? We don't know what maturity looks like. Why? Because the average person thinks that you reading the Bible and studying the Bible saves you. I can tell by the quiet, the see how that quietness? That means we don't know. You thought because people studied the Bible, they mean they know God. Jesus, I can hear a pin drop. I thought that too, Pastor. I thought when I spend time with God and I just study the Bible, that means I'm learning God. And I come to tell you, that's the problem. The devil wants you to think like that because he knows when you start thinking like that, you're going to keep using your head to know God versus your spirit to know him. Uh oh, 
the Bible says you can study the scriptures and thinking that it may give you eternal life. But it comes to know when you give your words to the spirit. Somebody say Jesus is alive. Let me slow down because I can tell this class we're going we're gonna to walk it through. We're going to slow walk this. Jesus is a person. The spirit of God is a what? He's a person. And God wants to train you and develop you by his spirit. Somebody say he's a spirit. He's a spirit. He's a person. He's a real spirit. It's a spiritual technology. So just because you studied, how many years you've been studying? Okay, let me give you a test on dimensions of faith. The reason why we don't understand it is because you're studying with your head, but you're not living by the spirit of your heart. And so God is saying, I, I need my church to understand me because they're frustrated with life. And they're wondering why everybody in the world, seeing the, you know, the people that live in the world, we're of the world, we're in the world, not of the world. But, but, but why do they seem successful? But I'm not. And, and because we don't understand how the blessing works. And so we have these, these premeditated thoughts about what we think we are doing versus what God is calling the church to actually do. One example is we got to stop teaching you salvation to church people. Every Sunday, we got to bring you to salvation. When really, we're not bringing you to salvation. It, it, was a, it was a trick question. You're already saved. We're not trying to re-save you. So we shouldn't have messages that excite you to come get saved again. That's not what we're supposed to be doing. What we're supposed to be doing is matriculating you into maturity of the spirit. But every week, they taught you to dance around your last problem. And the last 10 years, you've been dancing around your what? So you never learned the spirit life of learning and living to educate yourself on how the realm works when you stay in the spirit. Somebody say, learn to stay in the spirit. So you have to learn and understand that your job, how many know as a pastor, my job is to train you for the work of the ministry. We've made this a part, we've made this a membership club. My house shall be called a house of prayer. My house shall be a training facility for ambassadors that's ready to go into the system, that's ready to go into the world, that's ready to go out and be the light of the world. I told you I'm not going to bring peace. I'm not bringing peace to this world. I'm not bringing peace to this world. I told you I'm not. I'm going to shake everything up. Tell somebody he's shaking things up. I'm not bringing peace. I didn't come to bring peace. I came to make sure that you were the gift offering of peace. Somebody say, I'm the gift offering of peace. Which means that was your inheritance, saints. Write that down. Your inheritance is being the gift offering of peace in a world full of chaos. However, if you've been taught to run from craziness, because the Lord told you not to be around them. And you run away from everything that you seem dangerous. You're never growing to have a backbone for Jesus to prove himself in the earth. Can y'all say amen? Ultimately, you have to understand. Go to Isaiah 9, 6 real quick. I spent too much time in the introduction. We about to get, y'all ready to get to work? We're going to get to work. Isaiah 9, 6 through 7. Here we go. For unto us a child is born, and a 
son is what? It's given. And the government and the what? And the government will be what? Upon his shoulders. And his name will be called and 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 uh oh. So when we're dealing with government in the kingdom of God, we're saying that somebody is a carrier of these things. Somebody is a carrier of these things. The problem is when our focus, see, when let me tell y'all the danger of religion that violates the inspiration of the spirit. Let me tell you the danger of religion that violates the inspiration of the what did I just say? The danger of religion that violates the inspiration of the. Okay, the danger of religion that violates the inspiration of the spirit allows people to believe something about God that's not true. And when it doesn't work for them, the, the adversary takes your interest to give you another way. Okay, so there's a sub way to live. That's what he makes you believe, that there is a substitute. There is a, 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 a different projection. Of, I'm going to give you a way to get what you desire. But how many of you know your desires were supposed to be aligned with Jesus Christ? Amen. Amen. And, 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 and so you have to watch your wants and your desires, because if you don't understand how wants and desires work, the enemy always going to present you something so you can take it. The goal for you to take it is to make sure that you use scripture, but you don't allow yourself to walk by the spirit. You can have a diluted way because you're using justification in scripture where you haven't learned to live the scripture. We're just teaching right now. We're not rebuking you. Somebody say walk by the spirit. So I want you to understand. There are rooms that God is trying to fill. There are rooms that God's trying to, he's trying to get in all of your soul. How many know when you got saved, his spirit came in you? Okay, but he's trying to get your soul saved. He's trying to do what? He's trying to get your soul saved. Revelation 3.20, watch this. Behold, I stand at the door and knock, and if anyone hear my voice and opens the door, I will come to him and dine with him, and he with me. So when I come to the door of the soul, your soulical your soulical architecture, your body, your mind. When I come to your soul, I'm going to knock. But I need to know, I want you to know that I want to come in the door. I want to come in the room. But how I many you know when somebody comes in your house and you usually have a dirty room, what you do? You close the door and what you tell them? I, you need to go to the bathroom? Okay, just make sure you don't go to that left door. No, you, no, make sure, just go to the right. You usually hide the room because you don't want to be embarrassed about the dirt in there. And God is saying, I, my believers are hiding rooms. I know they, they pray, but they hide rooms. Even in prayer, they tell me, I don't want to talk about that. Even while they praying, they shouting and telling me, no, I, ain't, I ain't shouting about that, God. I'm shouting about this one. So, so they still pick and choose what they want me to deliver them from. Which means they're still in control for their life. And I'm trying to help them to understand that I came so they may have life and life more abundantly in every aspect of their life. Can you say amen? You've got to realize that there are rooms of your soul that God needs to fill. That God needs to what? Fill. 
I need to deliver you from something. Because you've heard people say they're full of the spirit, but they curse the next minute. I got to deliver you. You've heard people say that. I heard I used to work with a lady and, you know, she's a good Christian. But she always used to say, I'm full. I'm full of the spirit. And one day I called her getting mad at somebody. Woo! them words that came out of her mouth. She was a Baptist. Not a matter of the curse. You know, it's not that. It's just the misinterpretation of what fulfilled means. Because if you're filled, that shouldn't come out of you. Uh oh. If you're filled, your soul should be so controlled by the spirit that it keeps you in control. Somebody say self-control. Feeling. You have all of God, but that doesn't mean God is feeling all of you. The Bible said, I God in you, but you got to learn to be in him. So to be filled with God, that means fear will be broken off of you. And if fear wasn't there, why did you respond like that? Tell somebody it's time to be filled with God. I told you God is going to give you a baptism of faith. Until you go back to the baptism of faith, you don't realize those areas of your soul is speaking louder to your life. How many of you know old faith can't get you to where you're trying to go? You're you keep tracking back to where you've known God. And God is saying, I'm trying to get you to where I want you to know me. I need you to stop being so familiar with me. I need you to stop being what? I need you to break your familiarity because I'm a moving God. I, 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 like, I like to flex over here sometimes. I like to move over there sometimes. How many of y'all ever tried to do something bad just to go make yourself feel good? Because that's how you met God. Yeah, that's the average Christian. We, 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 we learn God because of what we come from. We haven't learned him on the way. But I declare that you're going to learn him on the way. Come on, you're going to learn him in the blessing. You don't, you don't need a curse to cry to him. You're going to learn to thank God for, for who he is, for what he's blessed you with. Can you say amen? So I want you to understand. There are doors. Somebody say doors to my soul. There are doors to your soul. And what you have to realize is the more that you're exposed to, the enemy introduces you and takes your attention. And when he takes your attention, he also gets your intention. Okay. He also gets your intention. Okay. And so go ahead. Um, he gets your what? Intention. You have to understand the intention sets you on your way to a way. Okay. So whoever has your attention got your intention and sets you on your way. It makes sense. So you have to realize that when you're in this way, you cannot grow into the areas of intention that the spirit is trying to train you in. How many of you know God promised y'all some things? How many of y'all know God got a promise for your life? How many of y'all God promised you some things? Okay. If God has promised you some things, why am I not experiencing what he said? Okay. The reason why is because you have to understand how the blessing works. If we're going to bring light in darkness, I've got to know how the blessing works. The blessing can look like a curse when I don't understand it. It can seem like a curse when I don't what? Understand it. How many of you pray for something in God? Okay. But how many when you felt like you were reaching that, you felt like you had to pray against the devil against that thing? 
I'm like, Jesus, I just prayed for the blessing, but now I feel like I'm getting a curse. Because what you didn't understand is the way God bless you, he doesn't bless you by just walking you in there. He said, I need to prepare your backbone so you can handle what we're about to deal with. Because what you've got to bring, what you're going to bring is prove. I told you, you are the light of the world. I told you that the ground is going to respond to you. But if you can't be tested in what you say you have, it should have proved to you that you needed more of me, not less of me. You shouldn't have went personal. Why did you go? Don't go personal inside. I need you to see that anything that you don't meet the challenge of, you got to come back to me. Tell somebody I got to come back to him. Come on, I got to come back to him. Go to Romans 8, 16. I'm just giving you scripture today. I got to teach you. You, you got to understand that God wants to fill your rooms. It's those rooms that you're not letting him in that's not allowing you to be strong enough to handle the next level of your destiny. He got to feel it. He got to feel that pain. He got to feel that hurt. He got to feel that offense. He got to feel that depression. It's only the religion that taught you that you can be depressed and, in, and standing on the pulpit trying to prophesy. They taught you those stuff. I apologize. That's not the way it's supposed to be. I, I'm help you in order. Jesus said we got to fix the church first. That's not the way it's supposed to be. Well, you know, God don't despise our gifts. It's not about your gift. That's the problem. You think you are your gift. That's the problem. You think you are your gift. And if you take my gift away, I don't know who I am. That's the problem. Always go to somebody mature enough to help you. You don't want nobody, a yes preacher, that's going to anoint you and appoint you too quickly. It's not good for you. This is the work of God. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? And you want the word of God over your life to be a calling. This not a, if this was a career, I can choose. <laughs> I'll just tell y'all, come on, and we can switch places. Which means it's a, it's a calling, it's a word from God. Can you say amen? And what I want you to understand is, God is trying to get us back to who he is because we've been diluted. We love Jesus in the areas that we know him, but we've been diluted in every other area. But those areas that we've been diluted in has corrupted the main areas. A little yeast. Somebody say a little yeast. A little yeast. That's all it takes, a little yeast. Now, the way you pray, you don't pray for now, you pray for later. You, 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 even when we come in the presence of God, the, the Bible says in the presence of God, there's what? There's what? Why you didn't get it when the presence came? You see how it made us doubt? We, we've, we've gotten so doubting to see the manifestation of what God has delivered to us because of what we've been exposed to. Somebody said the law of exposure. We learned this last Sunday, the law of exposure. You have to understand your exposure is not always good. You've got to be able to secure and preserve, protect and preserve what God has given you. Somebody say protect and preserve the word of God in your life. And then you build on it and you build on it and you build on it. Can you say amen? So I want you to understand God is calling us to a higher place in him, but he got to fill those rooms. And, and, and the way he's going to get us back to the place that we need to be, you got to believe again the ears of God. The Bible says those who come to God must believe that he is. He what? 
and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He's saying, I need you to understand when the enemy takes the is of me, he's taking the I am of me. And if he's taking the I am of me, my believing children, when they pray to me, they don't even know who they're praying to the way they pray. Like the lady at the mountain. I, Jesus, we know who we pray for. My forefathers, there go that religion again. My forefathers prayed at this church. We, we know how we pray. We know how we dance. I don't know what you're talking about. Like if we don't get a shout, like we didn't feel like we had church. We know how we, you, we know how we do it. We know how, as if it's a formula. Okay, see, as if it's a what? Y'all ever been to one of those uh, weddings or funerals and the person wait to the end of, uh, 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 and, no, and, and the lady in the corner haven't stood up the whole service until he started? Uh-oh, am I in the wrong room? I said, that was me, Pastor. I'm going to leave you alone. Why? Because their spirits are not trained. Their souls are trained for them re the revving up. If it's not rev, we don't hear God. But Jesus said, there's a day where we're not going to worship in that one or in there. We're true worshipers going to learn to worship me, not in the... They're going to learn to worship me in spirit and in truth. So they're going to learn me by the spirit. They're going to learn me by the what? You have to get yourself. I want you to delete your membership card to your church. And get a covenant for why you're in your church. And if I'm not growing here in principle, in greater expansion of understanding how to walk by my spirit. Somebody say I have a personal Holy Spirit. Stop. Some of us, we're still so excited about types of preachers. Jesus said, whether Paul, Paulos, uh, Cephas, whoever that is, they are only ministers of Christ. All are yours. All are what? Yours. And you are Christ and Christ is God's. You are not so. Don't let a man be your idol. Stop letting men be your idol. Stop letting women be your idol. You say, how, how what, like, you, I feel like you're judging me. No, I'm trying to help you. You're being deceived and you don't even know it. Th th this is why these YouTubers, I, I ain't mad at you, but that's why these, you know, the average YouTubers say, God said, God said. I say, God, Lee, God said all these things. Now, I'm not mad at them when God said. But if God said becomes a selling point, that means we misunderstand. We're, we're, we're very immature. I said, God, look at this. He said, you know why they do this? Because they're a generation that always need a sign. And when you have a generation that always need a sign, they, they always need a prophet to see if they're doing it right. This is what we've been raised to do. You know, I don't hear the prophet, you know, I, don't, I can't move. That's no, 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 no. That's called control, sweetheart. That can turn into witchcraft, sweetheart. God did not call you to be controlled by somebody else's voice. He controlled you to be led by the Holy Spirit. Tell somebody, I got to get out of this thing. I got to get out of this thing. I, 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 I'm somewhere that I shouldn't be. I'm not mad at you, God said. Encourage people. But how many of you know the Bible says they're going to encourage? They're going to say, blessing, blessing, blessing. But Jesus said, I didn't say that. He said, the day is, I didn't come with that. That's not me. 
I came to bring a type of judgment to help them to correct themselves, to get in alignment with me so they can really bring the glory of God and open up some gates of hell so they can bring some souls into heaven. Can you say amen? So you have to understand for me to get back to where I need to be in God, I need to get back to the ears of God. How many know when you came to God the first time you were so vulnerable? How many of y'all want to minister everywhere? How many of y'all remember that first day God touched your heart? It was just so good. Wasn't it good? Like you, the presence of God just compermulates your life and, and you just you just wanted to pray all day. How many of y'all were trying to counsel? Like that thing was working, boy. I'm telling you, the spirit of God was moving. I remember well, I was trying to counsel. I said, hurry up. I'm still feeling the spirit. Come on on that phone. Come on on that phone. Come on. See, see, and that, no, those are good. Those are good. God is saying, what happened to your zeal? What happened to your confidence? The world, life, has caused you to undermine the ears of me. And if you, you've compromised the ears of me, you've compromised the I am of me. I'm not calling you to pray for later. I'm calling you to pray for now. Which means I'm trying to reposition you in the place that you can grow and become all that I called you to be. Can you say amen? There is a danger of misinterpreting your now. Where am I now? Somebody say now. God wants to know and you locate yourself with him now. Somebody say now. Somebody say now faith is. Is faith later? When is faith? So faith is not later. Faith is? So for faith to work, faith has to be? And not? So there ain't no now and later to faith. Faith has to be now. You got to suck the juice out that now and later now. Y'all know them now and later. Them things, you know, you save them. You have to understand the now of God. Why? Because for you to do what God called you to do, you got to position yourself. Stop trying to go to a purpose and understand your purpose is a position first. Write that down. My purpose is a position first. My purpose is not a destination before a position. If I try to go to a destination without a position, I'm allowed the adversary to trick me to believe that there's a destination outside of the processes that I'm called to be. That I am called to what? Be. Acts 17, 28. Watch this. For him who lives, for in him we live and move and in him we do what? We live, we move and have our being. As also some of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. What I want you to understand is anything that's moving that's not his being is not something that he can sign off on. So God's processes helps us to become and be in our being. It helps us to be in our what? Which means there are desires. How many know this world? Uh, 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 there's a lot of things that goes on in this world. I was joking with one of the classes, and I, you know, I went home after preaching one 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 day. And have y'all ever saw that um, home show from Dubai? Y'all ever watch those channels? It's like house. Selling Dubai, y'all got the, it, it's on, um, don't watch it, but do watch it. It's on Netflix, I think. I was sitting on my beautiful couch in my beautiful home. 
after preaching Jesus Christ crucified. He's glorious and he's going to bring you in a blessing and be not amazed. And I'm sitting and watching Dubai and I'm looking at these houses. And I'm like, at a point, you know, maybe I, I, I think I drew my weapons down or something. But I'm like, man, look at these houses. I went from man, look at these houses to start looking at my own. I'm like, what in the world have I been doing with my life? I look outside like, look at that little pool. Look at this pool. Y'all got to see Dubai. I say, what, Dubai? I need a Dubai. What? Jesus, what have I been doing with my life? I need about three more jobs to, I need to catch up. I start looking around, look at this mess. <laughs> and make it worse, my wife, she, you know, she come on the couch. I think we need to move to the Bible. Yeah, I get a mess in me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, look at that. Let's rewind. No, don't rewind it. Ladies always remember, men got to think about their women. You know, don't be looking at that too strong if I don't got it for you. You can't be talking about that too strong. You talk about something that I've accomplished. <laughs> I was too pretty. Turn that off. That's messing, your, that's messing you up. You got to love me for what I've accomplished. Enjoy this preaching. <laughs> Rub my leg when we get in the car and say, good job preaching. <laughs> yeah, that's the vibe, boy. Whoa, that was nice. You, but you, 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 you got to understand it's easy to say. Take the vision. Say, for the next two years, I ain't spending no time with my family, nothing. I got to get to Dubai. How many of y'all know that thing come up on you like that, like that? Yeah? I ain't, for the next two years, I ain't doing nothing. And, and y'all can watch some YouTubes. They'll tell you that, too. Destroy them for two years, but at least you can get them back because you're going to have the money for it. And what you don't realize, what you just told God is, he don't have that for you. I said, oh, God, did you, did I just say that God did, did I just say the way that he's taken me? Because if that's a desire in me and God, he knows my desire. See, this is the problem with the church. You have felt like God don't like your desires. When you don't know your makeup, usually make up your desires. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Your makeup usually what? So God might not be saying, stop desiring that. He might be saying, I just want you. You see that? I'm glad. Because guess what? Even that divide is from a part of my blessing. I want to teach y'all this morning. Yeah, I got to get that poverty stuff out of you. Even what you're seeing right there is a part of me. They just made, they made dirt beautiful. You see how beautiful that is? No, keep looking, but you're going to look with my spirit now. I want you to look through the lens of my spirit now. You see how beautiful that is? You see how they made that out? You know they made it out of my stuff. You see how they made dirt and economy? Question, son. Why is my church not moving like that? Why do I got to pay Mickey Mouse to go on a vacation to get my money and I don't have a, a ministry? Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm, no, I'm messing up you. I'm going to Mickey. I'm, I'm going soon. I ain't messing you up. Don't judge me. You going to the Chinese buffet with that Buddha sitting there. Don't judge me. No, oh, you won't go there. We, come on, we can have this. We can have this fight right now. <laughs> yeah, I like that chicken. I know you do. <laughs> yeah, we're sent to you. Yeah, don't, don't, don't be judging me. You know how we had these judgments? 
Hey, boy, you know you spend money in places. I can tell you where you spend it. You have to understand. God is saying, will somebody have an anger about not meeting certain elements of how my church give into things that I didn't create? Why, why, I can, why don't they don't put it that I, I want to create that too? Why, they don't think, why, did, why do they only think I want to be a YMCA? Why do they think I only want to go to the poor when being poor is in spirit? Why do, they, why do they always handle me cheaply? Why do they handle me like that? You know what? That exposes why they don't need to pray. Oh, it exposes too why they don't allow me to go in the rooms because they didn't know that I am for what I, what I promised. Jesus says he's restoring all things from heaven and on earth back to himself. Somebody say back to himself. Question, where is Jesus? Where is he? Is he in you? So are you telling me that stuff has to come to you? Oh. Which means you can dance in the spirit all you want, but if you don't know how to work it in the flesh, if you don't let your flesh be quickened, Somebody said the quickening of the flesh. What if God was quickening your flesh for the promise in earth? God quickens flesh for the earth. He does what? Look how excited when you got that promotion. Look at that quickening of your flesh. I got a promotion. You know why you're so excited about that one? Because you really felt like God did it. Question, what about when God told you to write that book? Nothing was quickened. Because you can justify one. But because the wisdom of the world has trained you, you can be excited for another. Okay, this is too much. I'm, let me get back to the basics. Somebody now faith. Somebody say now faith. Now faith. Now faith. Hebrews eleven six says, but without faith it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must what? They must believe that he what? That he is. And that he's a what? He's a rewarder of those who what? Diligently seek him. God wants you to become diligent in how you seek him. But the only way you're going to do that is start understanding how to come to him. How do I come to God? How do I come to God? When I feel like I have nothing to give. I want to help you this morning because I want you to know your responsibility and God's responsibility. I want you to understand that your responsibility with God is just to believe. Somebody say, just believe. Your job is to do what you need to do to believe. The Bible says strive to enter his rest. That means my striving on a day-to-day -day basis is to enter into his what? Rest. When I enter into his rest, remember, he gave us the will and the, he gave us the will and the, what did he give us? So your will is out the, out the question, and the do. So you ain't got nothing to do. Uh-oh, I messed somebody up. Okay. Can I tell you why we get depressed? Because your will, and you got too much to do. Uh-oh. Can I tell you why our minds get all overwhelmed? Because of where your will is. And you got too much to do. How many of y'all ever woke up and you got just too much to do? I say, Jesus, you know what? I might as well just stay asleep. Uh-oh. 
I can just sleep about 15 moments, 15 turn to an hour, hour turn into two. Uh oh, I mean, you're right. I need to stop that. You have to understand when it's your will and your doing, you're responsible for it. But I need you to understand that the areas of your soul is responding. That that's that's your soul saying, "I need to fix me. I need to. I need to fix. I need. I need a fix." Your soul is screaming out, "I need to. I need to be these things that I keep seeing." And it's making it hard for God to come and embrace you as he wants to. How many of you know God did not, the Bible says nothing can separate you from the love of God. No man, no principality, no power, no thing. Nothing can separate you from the what? Nothing. Somebody say nothing. Nothing can separate you. So you have to understand if nothing can separate me, I can be separating myself based on what I see. I told you not to walk by faith, but, but by don't walk by sight, but walk by faith. So you have to understand your responsibility is not, right? This is not to fix yourself. Your responsibility is what? You have one responsibility. You ready to believe that he is? Oh, I don't know about that. that's good to me. That's good to me. That's good news. Because I thought I needed 10 principles to understand how I'm going to get out this breakthrough. And God said, no, 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 no. It don't start like that. Because when you get and let me believe through you, watch this. It's me doing the will and the doing. So once I can do the will and the do, I'm now moving through you to do the work. Your responsibility, all your energies need to go to worship and know me. Just believe. Tell somebody, just believe. Stop trying to fix yourself. Try, stop trying to, 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 to know yourself. Go to know who he is and what he died for. Can you say amen? What's your job? Just to do what? How many of you ever feel like you struggle with a lot, just a lot going on in your life? Just a whole lot. I just got a, I just got a lot. I don't even know where to start. And the temptation is for you to find a substitute way to getting relief out of your unknowing. The perversion of this world come from a lack of love. The perversion of this world come from a what? And that lack of love come from a lack of knowing. Because we have a generation that's identity uh, deficit. There's an identity deficit in this generation. You say, what do you mean an identity deficit? Which means because we didn't have the proper training in our homes, we came to the church. And the problem is we render the church what we're supposed to get out of our homes. So before we can even get you mature, we got to get your identity. That's not how it's supposed to be. It's impossible for the church to take the responsibility of the home and the responsibility of the mere story, mere story expression. Well, you say, didn't the Bible say um, uh, we love one to another? And do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the expression of your believing already. But in the expression of being the family already. As you came from one family to the next one. Not, I don't know myself, but I confess these things. So, so there's identity deficit. Somebody say identity deficit. And what makes it a little harder is because not only we have an identity deficit, but we come with these religious slogans. 
that's imputed in our souls. So before we can even get you on the way, we got to we got to dissect you to help you realize, do you really know what you're saying? It's not to judge you wrong. But Jesus said, if pride is there, I can't train you. So the first thing we have to do is get you to a place where you get out of the pride of what you think versus what God wants to train you. Tell somebody, always stay teachable, stay teachable, stay teachable. If you know it, you shouldn't be ashamed of it. If you know it, you should be able to break it down and explain it. Can you say amen? So I want you to understand the deficit of your first responsibility. Your first responsibility is identity. And the only way you're going to get the identity is you need to learn to believe. Don't do nothing else. Tell your ministerial people that I, I appreciate it, but don't give me responsibility beyond my believing about myself. Because Jesus did not desire to bring us out into this world bitter and busted and disgusted, but we feel like we're obligated to go minister a God that we're not even happy for. We don't even, we're not even in joy of the Lord, but we feel obligated to go tell you to come to church. When Jesus is saying, I need you to go stir up the gift inside of you. I need you to go identify you. I need you to go position yourself and know that I am. And once you know that I am, my reward is going to satisfy your soul. And then you can't do nothing but tell the goodness of, my, of me. So I need to satisfy your soul. I need to satisfy your soul. I need to, you thought that car was for you. It was to satisfy your soul. You thought that house was for you. It was to satisfy your soul. Okay? 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 This is gonna be hard for people who grew up in religious cycles because I have to retrain you what God, who God is. Because you think the world designed wealth. You thought the world designed it. When Jesus said, I'm the way, I'm the word. In the beginning, was that? The word was with God, the word. Who created everything? God. So who designed what? See, when your philosophy, they take the psychology and the theology out of your philosophy, now you got a godless wealth. The average Christian, when I ask them and they talk about poverty gospel, I know you, I know where you are. I could probably tell you where your bank account is too. Because it's a misinterpretation of the word. Is it what? The word is wealthy. You gotta dissect that stuff. Tell somebody, I gotta dissect. Think, critically think. I want you to check it, test it. Tell somebody, test it. Don't come to church and don't stop, stop thinking. I just heard it, you know, I just heard it. And, you know, pastor said it. No, even go home and test me on my stuff. Bring it back to me. I'm not going to rebuke you. If you show me something of God, guess what I'm going to do? I repent. I'll tell the church I, 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 I missed that one. But don't just take people's stuff. Don't just what? In the political and so, so, sociologically, uh, I mean, the, 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 the economy, the, 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 the mind of the church today. How many, how many of you know that the church is kind of at a split? Y'all know what that split is, though? Can I tell you the first split of it? It's a political split. It's a what? It's a political split. That's that's one of that's a big split though. 
So one of them is a political split. How can we be one if we're not even in agreement of what we're judging about? You believe we can kill kids? I believe we can't. There, there are splits. But Jesus said, if you have my spirit, we should be speaking the same language. But you say, well, well we, we do have a spirit. Yes. But what are you saying is, in these doorways of your soul, I need you to let my spirit permeate all of it. I need, I, watch this. I need you to be full of the spirit, not just have it. I need you. What he was saying is, when you're full of the spirit, now you can speak this language. The problem with the body is, because we haven't been full of the spirit, we can't speak the same language. This is turning to something that I won't intend. You have to understand God is calling you to fill yourself with, allow him to speak to areas of your life to be filled with his spirit. Somebody said baptism of faith. Believe him. Believe him. Believe that he is. Don't doubt. Don't doubt. Somebody say don't doubt. What did Jesus say about you? Stop doubting about it. Can you say amen? Last scripture. Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. Come to me. Come where? All who are and what? And I will give you what? Rest. Go to the next one. Take my yoke upon you and learn what? Where, who do you learn from? You remember that statement I made that scriptures don't make you know God? That's why. Because he told you, learn from me. Who is he? He's a spirit. Somebody say he's a spirit. You don't learn because you studied the Bible. You learn. You can learn through the studying of the Bible if you allow the spirit to take control. Can you say amen? Your experience with the spirit trains you, not your reading of the scriptures. Your experience with the spirit trains you, not your. Your experience with the spirit based on what you read. The Bible says study to show your. Which means I'm studying what my spirit's been active in. Y'all got to hear me. I'm not studying to know God. I get active based on what, I, what I've confessed. And through the activation of my spirit, when I read the scriptures, I study to show myself. Which means if I haven't been active, I'm looking for something that I misunderstand. That's why they can twist it on you. Because you're looking for something that you're not supposed to find. You're looking for something you're not supposed to find. Because there's, there's the guarantee through your activation of the spirit. That means you, start, you should start praying, activating your spirit. And then study. Tell somebody, pray, then study. Say pray. So that's the time with God. Then study. Don't do it opposite. If you do, do it, that's fine. I would just recommend it. Because your spirit catches things out of the spirit. Your spirit, what? It catches the word. Which means if you keep studying and you're not praying, that means what you're, what you're taking in has a hole in the back. So God is trying to say, I need my 
church to wake up and arise and start knowing who I am to them. Come to me if you're a lady, you're having ladies. If you don't come to me, you're going to allow yourself to misinterpret who I am. And every time you give the adversary room, he's going to take it. His goal is to make you believe something about the world that you misinterpret about him. That's in all aspects of your life. How many of you know Jesus is trying to make your life beautiful? He's trying to do what? So if everything is in him and he's saying your responsibility is just to believe. That's your responsibility to do what? Just every single day. I'm not worrying about bills. I'm not worrying about my troubles. I'm not worrying about my situations. My goal every single day is if I can get in position, I know his willingness and his doingness is going to encounter me. Now I'm ready to move. He gave you the will and the, the problem is you wake up and get started. You wake up, you get started. And Jesus said, uh, hello, I'll walk with you in work. You ain't about to win that fight. I'll walk in. She about to come say something crazy. I'm going to help you. Yeah, hello. See, the problem is, you didn't ignite and activate your spirit, man. Somebody say activate. How many of you know you're working a spirit even if you're not working the Holy Spirit? Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. I just want to help because sometimes we act like everything in the spirit of God is hard, but you're still working one. Can I prove it to you? How many of y'all ever went to the club? Ain't no kids in here, right? All right, come on. Come on in the room. Y'all y'all coming in now. Y'all ready? My clubbers. My clubbers. How many of you ever played a good song before you got there? You put that seat back. Some of y'all ain't going to talk about the rest. We're in church. You put the seat back. In my day, I, I'm, 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 the honest, I'm a little old school on the New Day stuff. I was like on the Lil Wayne, the little Boosie stuff. I, I don't know what's going on now. I, that trap, I, I don't know what's going on. But how many of you put your seat back? And no, this is before you went, you know, you got ready, you was in the club. Woo, woo, woo. And you got in that car, put the seat back, put that music on. And I found out ladies do this good too. Now they don't need men to do this. And no, they put their seat back too. What y'all talking about? So watch this, watch this, watch this. When you got out the car, did you feel more confident? Ooh, did you what? You felt more what? Question, where did it come from? <laughs> I'm just showing you how you worship. No, because you thought you didn't worship. And I'm showing you because you thought it was hard to worship God. But you're worshiping something? I'm just, no, no, not, no, I'm not offending you. No, no, because what energized, what energized? That same word is the same energy we do in the word, in the Bible. What energized you? And that's something we got energy. We walk in the club. Everybody think they own the club. Every woman thinks she's the cutest thing in there. Every man feels the baddest in there. Everybody thinking the same thing. Hallelujah. Question, what energized you? And why did you need to pump it up to get there every time? Which means you had a covenant 
of consecration before you had activation. I'm just, I'm just talking to you. I'm just talking. I know you don't look like you didn't know it was like that. You didn't know it was like that. You didn't know you had a consistency of covenant of a consecration. That's a consecration. You do this to get that result. You do this to get that result. You do this to get that result. So that's how the adversary tricks us to believing that we, you know, no, I'm, you know, no, no. But you can't break away from it. Go, turn, I want you to, not, not you. If you would have, <laughs> you know, you got to use safe words around here. If you would have, turn the music off and go with no music. I know you. You walk out. I just feel weak. You feel what? Maybe men talk like that. I ain't, I ain't feeling, you ain't feeling bold. Why you, what, what made you bold? Was it the alcohol, the a, 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 alcohol? I knew my clothes was in there. I knew they was here. I've been saved a little bit. He transformed me now, yo. Yeah, yeah, what, what pumped you up like that? Look how bold you are. Look how, look how confident, look how you want to take on the world. How many of y'all ever got drunk and you want to take, you want to fight? I'll take you, 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 you. Look at this. Look at this behavior. Oh. <laughs> Look at this inner energy. Look at this energy. You want to take all three of them? <laughs> Jesus. When, when Jesus was saying, now that you come into the kingdom, you get lost and everybody just tell you, come save and just go read the Bible and you don't, don't worry about wealth, don't worry about health, don't worry about anything. Just go and just, you know, and then go get a position at a title and then go put your white hand on and your white gloves on and just do it like that. And don't do anything in the world. Just sit around and pray. Just sit around and pray. Just sit around and pray. Your family going to go down, your husband going crazy, your wife out of her mind. Just sit around and pray. You didn't just sit around and just Okay, all right, all right. Jesus is saying the same energy and worship you was giving over there, I wanted you to bring that into my kingdom. Now you're worshiping almighty God. Watch this. Now I'm going to impact you. And once you come out of that room now, I'm taking that business and that business and that business. That's my car. That's, that's all oh, you free today. Get in the name of you. Come out of that thing. Break out of it. Y'all see how that works? You see how that works? Where did you think you can go dry when you wasn't dry when you was at the club? Why do you want to give me a dry work? Why are you trying to give me dry work now? You, oh, you had, you had wet drinks then. Now you want to give me dry work. You, you want to give me dry work. Mm -hmm. Why are you not coming in the work bold? Why, why are you not excited? Mm -hmm. I, I saw how excited you were when you saw that pretty girl. And you was bold. You took that extra shot so you can go talk to her. <laughs> I saw you ladies. See, see, you got to understand. God is saying, hey, I'm looking at me, God. Look like they got more attention. You got, they got your attention more than me. What are you perceiving about me that I didn't tell you? Because the only way they're taking your attention is because you're perceiving something that I didn't say. 
So I need you to fulfill, let me fulfill your soul in the door rooms of your soul. The earth is waiting for the sons and the daughters of God to rise up, to manifest. How many of you, know you have control? That's why he said you're the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. You got to understand that you have an inheritance and God is after you. His mercy is following you day by day. Why? He's trying to get you to conquer something. He wasn't getting you just to get you to heaven. If that's the case, you can go now. But Jesus said, do not send them to heaven. That's what your Bible says. Do not send them to heaven. He's saying they got work in earth. Somebody said, I got work to do. I need you to understand that God has put something in inside of you to go deliver the earth. You're not praying to be saved again. You're praying so you can see. Tell somebody, pray to see. Hit your neighbor, say, pray to see. Pray to see. I got to see. I, if, if, if I Praying for me is to see. If, you, if I don't get activated, I won't see. And when I don't see, I become selfish. And when I'm selfish... I become self-governed. And when I'm self-governed, I become self-emanent. I, 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 everything is about me. You have to understand that God must be able in your life to do everything exceedingly, abundantly, above. How much? Oh, there's repentance that need to happen. How many of if, if, if you how many y'all been feeling like God has been trying to check your spirit about how you've been looking at him lately? How many of y'all feel that? Yeah. God, forgive me because I didn't realize how much I gave social media. I, I didn't realize the time I've been given social media. If I would have put that same time into you, watch this. You would have you would have opened up the realities. You would have gave me wisdom. You would have gave me vision inside. You know, God showed me a long time ago because of what He showed me. God showed me a long time ago. A lot of things that you're learning out here. Remember, I showed you before. I said, you did show me this in the spirit. So what makes you think you need to start trying to learn it the way you're doing it now? Why are you trying to be more like them than who I made you to be? Somebody say, I got treasure in me. Come on, say it again. I got treasure in me. You have treasure in you. You wasn't born just to work a job, saints. You wasn't born just to what? And die on your boat. I ain't mad at your boat. Get your boat. Let me take a ride too. But you weren't born just to get your boat. You were born for a purpose from the throne room of grace so you can go and be activated and demonstrate what God has given you for this earth. Can you say amen? But you got to understand that the devil is after you. He wants you to be so overwhelmed by where you come from and who you think you are and what you what, what you think you can't overcome. And Jesus is telling you today that stop looking at all of that. That's not your responsibility. Tell somebody that's not my responsibility. Come on, tell them that's not my responsibility. My, my issues right now is not even my responsibility. My problems are not my responsibility. Why? Because Jesus said he is, the government is on his shoulders, not yours. And the government shall be what? On his shoulders. And he shall be called 
Wonderful. Did you just say counselor? Are you saying we don't need as much counseling that we're supposed to get? Are we walking by the Spirit? Uh-oh. No, no, no. I'm not against counselors. We need them. But we need spiritual ones. We need what? Today we feel like we need a psychiatrist. A, 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 a. We need therapy. We need psychiatry. We need... I don't even know all the names. Psychotics. We... And Jesus is saying, if you take all of that and you still don't get to the one thing, none of that mattered. You still don't get to what? Because ultimately, if that don't lead you to the one thing, you still didn't get it. So what are you saying? I'm saying, I apologize because you you've been trained on the watered down gospel. And because it's been watered down, the enemy has infiltrated it. And we haven't calculated our frustrations. We haven't strived lawfully to understand what we're really going through and why we're going through them. But this morning, God is wanting to redeem his people. He wants to redeem you to know that he is. Can you say amen? Those who come to me must believe that I am. And your job this morning is to learn to stop looking at what you need to do versus who you need to be with. What's your job? Jesus is making it so easy. Just believe. Let the fight be. Just, just come to me. Watch this. Once you believe, I'll do the rest. Don't do anything else. All your focus needs to go on what did Jesus conquer? What did Jesus say? What did Jesus do? What did Jesus? Everything, everything. The father, what did the father say to me? You don't do anything. Don't pass. Go. Go to the room and don't think about your problem. Don't think about your phone bill. Don't think about how much food you need to eat. You need to go to the room and say, God, I just come. I just come. That's it. What I'm coming for? Nothing but you. What have you? What, what are you coming for? Just nothing but. You know what's going to happen? As soon as he overwhelms you with his presence and his power. Now, the will is activated and his doing is activated. And when his will and his doing is activated, watch this. You're no longer walking by your own way and will. And what happens is some kind of way God has simplified your plan. So where you felt like you had to do all of that stuff, it turned into two things. It turned into three things. Start doing it like this. How many of you know God wants to deliver you? He wants to deliver your family. He wants to save your family. How many of you know he wants to bring salvation to every aspect of your life? How many of you need salvation in your finances? Come on, how many need salvation in your finances? Can I tell you something? Today it can be broken. <laughs> Come on. All right, see, I'm trying to get you on that believing thing. I said today it can be broken. Do you know to keep poverty a word got to keep you? Oh, God, I'm trying to show y'all something. Do you know that everything comes by words? Do you know you have to reinforce a word to stay where you are? So when I say today is the last day, I'm saying you're saying I'm getting rid of the words that I used to say about this. Uh oh, uh oh. If you want to lose depression, stop, stop calling yourself crazy. How many ever call yourself crazy? You know I'm crazy. No, you're not. No, you're not. Don't tell yourself you're crazy no more. 
Because you're meeting yourself where your word is. Well, you know, you know, I got an attitude problem. No, you. No, Pastor, I really do. Today you don't. Tell somebody I got to speak life over myself. Speak life over yourself. Speak where you want to be. Speak into your atmosphere. Speak where God is calling you to become. Stop speaking things over yourself, over your house. Go to your house and say, thank you for this house. You know, you know, I just live in a small apartment. God said, didn't you pray for this? Look how you think about what I, what, what I allowed. What, watch this, what you allowed me to let you do. <laughs> look, at, look at what you, you allowed me to do. And you want to complain? God is saying, I need you to turn your light, your, your headlights off for a moment to this world. And I need you to tap into me. And when you tap into me, watch this, and you come into the ears of God, watch this. You're going to find his ability. He is able. You're going to find that what? He is able. How many know he's able to do what? You know what that might mean? When he start being able, you got to get a, away from people who take away that ability. Sometimes you got to separate yourself. Tell somebody, separate yourself. If I start speaking life and then I'm around people who still speak death, I got to separate myself just a little bit. I, I'll call you. I'll just visit sometime, but I can't be around you because I'm, I'm not strong enough for your atmosphere. Your atmosphere is going to be strong on who I'm trying to become in the things of God. Y'all got to hear me. So you got to learn to protect and preserve the atmosphere of the word construction that God has given you for your life. Can you say amen? How many of y'all tired of crying over the same thing? Come on, how many of y'all tired of crying over it? God is saying this cry is going to be different. This cry is going to be what? Because this time you're going to believe that he is. Not for later, but for, for now. Stand to your feet if you can. There is a lot. Let me keep it down just for a second. There are things that God is wanting to wake up this generation and, and help us to start agreeing with them about what he is. He is able to change. He is what? He's so able. No matter where you're going to, where, where you come from, I don't know he's able. He's able. He is able. He's so able. You don't have to let your past detour or determine your future. You just have to believe. What do you have to do? But Pastor, you don't, you don't understand me. I don't have to. I know God. You don't have to worry about what you... How many of you know, if we rated how many stuff people been through, some going to be way up here, some be right here, some It doesn't matter. Your, what's your responsibility? Just believe. And when you believe, learn to stay in your belief in Christ. Protect and preserve what he said to you. Protect it and what? Preserve it. And then make sure that anything that comes against it, you study it. Say, no, 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 I'm not just taking that word anymore. 
A pastor told me I, I can study what you said. I don't just hear, I just don't listen to people who say prosperity gospel. Because now if I say that, now when God want to bless me, in my mind, I feel like I'm against God. You see what happened here? You see what's happening here? Why are you asking God for something you feel you, you feel that's not right? You're not ready. What made you not ready? The doctrine that's in you. It's the doctrine that's what? Should I get this job? Should I do this? Should I not? Should I be able to come like this or not? What is that? It's a struggle. What did the word say? What did Jesus say? Do that. Stay with that. Can you say amen? Saints, it's your time to grow up in the things of the spirit. To grow up in the what? Don't just read the Bible. Worship, worship him through the word. Worship him through the word. I know my calling. I'm called to build ambassadors. I'm called to build ambassadors, leaders, to go into the system and raise up generations. But I'm believing everybody I'm talking to is your leader. And it's time for you to lead ahead by the Spirit of God. Can you say amen? Lift your hands. I want to pray for you. There is a charge that God is going to continue to charge you with. Based on the words that he's, he, he's, what he's doing in your ears, God is going to charge you as he walked you through the paradigm of your life. He's saying, I need you to meet me. Come to me, all who are weary. Let me give you rest. You need rest in your soul. You need rest in your soul. Your soul is so busy. You got so much going on in your mind, so much going on in your life. God is saying, I need you to rest in me. Try to get rest. Rest, rest. Don't just worship me out of obligation. Find rest in me. Find rest in me. I'm tired of my, my children just worshiping me out of a religious uh, uh, acronym. I want them to find rest in me. Find rest. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray over your people this morning. I pray that they find rest in you. I pray that they find an encounter with you. To know you, God, to know your presence, to know your power, to know that your might is all that they need, God. Father, I pray a release of your presence and power, that grace be multiplied on their life. Touch them this morning. Bless them, God. Help them to see, help them to know, help them to interpret your will, your way, God. Father, we love you. We thank you this morning. Father, we declare that everyone under the sound of my voice agree, they agree to just believe, knowing that you're going to take care of the rest. Knowing that you're going to take care of the rest. We just need your presence, God. Come on, open up your mouth. Just ask God. Say, God, give me your presence. I want your peace. Feel my soul. Come on, talk to him. Feel my soul. Feel my soul. Uh, there's so much busyness in my mind, God. Help me, help me. Talk to your father, talk to your father. Help me, Jesus. Help me, God, help me. Help my mind, help my body, help my thoughts. Help me to see, help me to hear. Help me. I break, come on, I break out of it. I don't want to be where I come from. I want to be what you said about me. 
I don't want to be what people said about me. I want to be what you said about me. God, I pray right now. I, come on, I pray that new identity, new identity, new identity. Prosataya. We give you the praise, God. We give you praise. Come on, destiny is calling a new day, a new way. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I bind every assignment of hell. We loose them out of chains. We loose them out of bondage. Father, I pray that they come loose out of perversions. Come on, out of anger. Out of, come on, out of anger. We break that anger. We bind it now. We let people go. Come on, let people go. Let people go. Let them go. Let them go. Give it to God. Have go, have your way, God. Every offense, every offense, we loose that offense off of us, God. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Let it, let it, we let it out right now. We lift it up. We break, come on, we come out of this religious hole. Father, we worship you in spirit and in truth. We want to know you. We want to be found in you. Hey. Come on, we break out of that old identity. We come in a new DNA of Christ. I come in a new DNA of Christ. We thank you. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Forgive me for doubting. Forgive me for doubting. I believe that you are. You are the Savior. You're the Redeemer. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Only believe. 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 Turn it out real quick. Keep it there. I want everybody listening with your eyes closed, hands lifted. I want you to listen really quickly. By the living God, many of you, because God is training you to stay in the spirit. You have operated in generational operations. But God is saying today that struggle is going to come off of you. Because you're about to set your mind on me today. All I'm asking you to do is believe. I don't, I'm, I, you are not, they didn't cross the bridge, but that's all right. You're going to cross that bridge. You are not going to be where you come from. You are not going to be where you've been. You are not going to be what they said about you. You are not that. You are what I said you are. You're going to be what I said you're going to be. You're going to do what I said you're going to do. I am your God. I am your Father. Lift up your voice and worship Him. We break it off of you right now. You're not going to be a carrier of your daddy curse. You're not going to be a carrier of your mama curse. You're not going to be a carrier of your grandmama curse. You are my child. 
You are my baby. Throw thunder. Throw thunder. Yes. 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 Alcohol will not kill you. Drugs will not kill you. Sex will not kill you. Perversion will not take you. You can't have these devil. You can't have these devil. You can't have these destinies, devil. No, not Lift your hands. I break that self-hatred off of you. I break that self-hatred off of you. You are not going to keep abusing yourself. God paid too much for the beauty of your life. He paid too much for the beauty of your life. And you are worth every part of it. You're worth every part of it. In the name of Jesus. You are not going to sell yourself short. I break that self-hatred. That self-abusing. That self-abuse. We break it off of you now. We pray it off of you now. Anything that's calling your name. That's not destiny. We close with his mouth today. It shuts his mouth today. Come on, freedom. Freedom. We give you praise. We give you praise, God. We give you praise, God. Father, I pray right now that that orphan spirit is dealt with. That the orphans, we don't have orphans, God. You have sons and daughters. We're going to stop operating like orphans. We are not orphans, God. <laughs> you brought us to the great place. You're a good father. You're a good source. Daddy wasn't home, but God is home. Mama wasn't home, but God is home. God is saying, I'm redeeming you from that orphan spirit. We break it out of you now. You have a support. God is your support. God is your support. God is your support. Rosataya. We give you praise, God. We give you praise, God. We give you praise, God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Come on, for the last minute, I want you to thank him for your victory. Come on, thank him for your victory. Remember, it's not about your problem. You just thank him for your victory. Thank you for victory.